Hi, I'm Leslie Langnaw, Managing Editor at Design World Magazine, and welcome to Design World's Technology Tuesdays podcast for January 2015. Thanks for joining us today. Today's topic is 3D printing and graphene, and I'm speaking with Oscar Zalazowski, who is a co-founder and COO at Graphene Horizons, and Chris Amons, who is also a co-founder. So thank you two for joining me today. Uh, thank you. The pleasure thank is all ours. Thank you. Appreciate it. Okay. One of the first questions I want to ask is: Graphene material is getting a lot of buzz in the media. What is possible with this material and 3D printing? Graphene is um, atomically thick uh, 2D material. That's you know that was granted by Andre Geim and Konstantin Novoselov. I'm sure you're you know familiar with them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know they got the uh, 2010 Physics Nobel Prize. Um, you know for a reason. Um, you know, while graphene is the lightest material, at the same time, it's also the strongest and the highest electrical and thermal conductivity. So this is what makes it very unique and a very valuable material. Um, on the other hand, 3D printing has also received um, a lot of media attention, too. Um, now, it's also, you know, normal to talk about 3D printing, you know, the bumper for your car or uh, bioprinting an artificial tissue or even an organ in the near future, mm-hmm. um, you know, to be used in surgical operations. Um, recently, there's a few research labs that have announced that they're able to develop inks that allow 3D printing, um, you know, with graphene. Right. Now, the plastics that are 3D printed together with uh, graphene can lead to improved mechanical strength as well as higher thermal and electrical conductors. Um, you know, this can allow 3D printing of you know, batteries, solar cells, computer chips, and, you know, even airplane components in the, uh, in the future. So, Okay, that sounds great. I believe also that, that 3D printing, why it's getting so much, um, so much buzz is anyone can do it. Whether you have $1,000 or $100,000, you can go ahead and buy yourself a 3D printer. And with this new graphene material... It's, it's giving new opportunities for, for, for new business entry, for, for new R&D companies to arise. And we will start to see um, people taking advantage of combining graphic material with, with the technology of 3D printing and starting off their own small businesses, selling their unique products. Now, those are potentially a couple of benefits of using graphene and 3D printing. Are there some other potential benefits to the electronics and the medical industries, for example? Graphene has got a lot of buzz in the electronic, in the electronic world, as, you, as you've seen. The first uh, commercialized technologies using graphene, you can see in, in Samsung and, and other general electronic companies, but... It is the best conductor, like Chris mentioned, right? It's, it's basically one atomic layer of carbon, carbon atoms that look like a honeycomb that are flexible, bendable, and it's much stronger than diamond. And it makes uh, for faster working and less energy requirements when it comes to computers and, and even chips made out of graphene. And it can be used in batteries and supercapacitors. You've already started seeing te- uh, Tesla coming out with a graphene-based supercapacitor to be commercialized next year in one of their their cars. Some studies have some studies have already shown improved battery charging and discharging when graphene is used in the anode uh, covering, um, basically giving 
uh, the silicae um, less damage to it so it can uh, contrast and deflate more time is making it more optimal. Some companies are already planning to use graphene batteries for electric cars like Tesla. Another example is Sensing, which is big um, in the medical industry. Since the, the electronic of graphene can be changed based on the molecules that it adheres to mm -hmm. on a molecular level, it can be used for um, sensing bio um, biomolecules mm -hmm. um, such as enzymes. Moreover, um, modified graphene can also be used in gene delivery or cancer treatment. Um, we already saw graphene can uh, actually protect genes, um, protect leading to better, more efficient delivery of any um, therapies. Or it can allow uh, photothermal therapy and it can uh, locally help uptake of tumor cells. Um, but yeah, that's definitely in. 2030. That's that. The medical applications are are definitely the ones that are the furthest out. Mm -hmm. um, biomedical applications of graphene has seen dramatic progress and is is expanding rapidly. However, there there there's still a lot of challenges when, that need to be uh, overcome, especially when it comes to the clinical trials and understanding the cell graphene interaction with the body. And of course, the toxicity of graphene. So that's going to lead to to years of clinical trials to actually be able to put this in our body. For that reason, more studies need to be done to to fully realize the practical applications of graphene in biomedical industries. Although I've, me and Chris, have already seen a couple companies that are using graphene uh, in in the medical industry slowly. Do you know of anybody using graphene in their 3D printing filament or powder-based materials yet? So, the biggest uh, one thing that I also wanted to mention when it comes to that, I mean, medical, yeah, it, it's definitely going to improve the medical because the applications are all out there already. All the functions of graphene are really out there. It's not like we, we have only hit the iceberg. We, we, have, we have already learned a lot of the applications. It's just going to take a lot of man years mm -hmm. and and really what Chris will go into a little further on but when it comes to manufacturing right now we have to understand that graphene it, it's an infant market and hasn't really been labeled correctly or hasn't it's not even regulated by any agency and the word graphene is very I would say universal and and kind of used here and there uh, at the end of the day graphene bottom line is just one atomic layer of atoms of carbon atoms, one sheet. Um, anything other than that is not graphene. It's a graphene-like substance. So graphene film is what we're talking about, which is multi-layer, which will be used in bendable electronics. The, yeah, that, that's, that's great. But right now, the biggest market is our single-wall carbon nanotubes, which is basically, if you can just imagine what a single sheet of graphene could look like. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's a honeycomb. Right. Mm -hmm. So imagine that people don't even know how to make it yet. They're trying to make these sheets, but what happens is, in the process, it rolls up in a straw. Can you imagine that? Like a straw made up of honeycomb web. Right. Mm -hmm. So we call they're calling this carbon nanotubes, and it's basically graphene. Um, there's different qualities. There's many different aspects, and this is what's gonna. That, well, this is what's commercializing right now as we speak. 
being sold in tons. Um, just being used as a bonding agent, a strength, strengthening agent uh, in metals, in plastics, in anything. Um, you can throw it in a bucket of paint. You can have conductive paint and um, very easy to wash and have many applications. So, so there, there are many, many potential benefits uh, to the electronics manufacturing, to the medical. Chris, how about you? Um, as far as the uh, the medical applications, I you know I have not personally delved into that um, that realm as you know where uh, we provide business services and helping um, these R and D companies go commercial. So, given the fact that a lot of these medical um, applications with graphene is so far out, we haven't been developing our time and energy into exploring those opportunities as of yet. Right. And just to compliment on what Chris said, um, we can see what, what, what some companies have been doing in electronics, like you specifically asked. And yeah, energy storage, it's, it's already been doing, it's already been happening. And the superconductors, like we're talking about, since graphene is the best conductor out there, it's the mm -hmm. best, hands down. IBM already invested billions a couple years ago in chips, in graphene-based chips, although back then, it was just a couple years after the, the invention of it. They, they weren't getting good quality, and um, they weren't getting high conductivity, and it failed. Okay. And another great aspect for electronics is scalability. So you can mm -hmm. basically, it'll, it'll adhere to any electronics, whether it be a robot, mm -hmm. and the effects would be a waterproofing, anti-oxidization. So it's really a great, great tool. So now, what kind of a time frame are we looking at for more frequent use of this material in 3D printing situations? Is it five years out, ten years out? Well, that really depends on what application you're you're referring to. You know, if 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 you're talking about consumer electronics, that could be as early as 2015, 2016. Okay. Um, whereas, you know, with the medical space, you're probably looking at about 15 years now. Okay. Um, but, I mean, yeah, with the, um, you know, as Oscar mentioned, the, um, you know, the 3D printing with graphene has already been achieved. Um, however, you know, both 3D printing and high-tech materials such as graphene, um, they're at their early times, although both technologies are both, you know, heavily studied both in academia and industry. Um, I mean, therefore, we can expect commercial availability and cheaper 3D printed graphene products um, in the market taking their place in the next, you know, by 2015, 2017, 2018, we're expecting a peak in this industry in about 2020. Um, however, we may see products that can be as simple and lightweight as, or super strong like auto parts or unbreakable phones or phone protectors, you know, coming out this year. Hmm. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Well, thank you both. That's all the time we have for right now, but I appreciate you taking the time to speak with us. Absolutely. Thank you for reaching out. Absolutely. Thank you. My pleasure. So thank you, audience, for listening, and you can subscribe to Design World's Technology Tuesdays podcast or just check some other episodes out at soundcloud.com slash designworld, and you can always get the latest need-to-know engineering information at www.designworldonline.com. Hope to see you next time. Bye-bye.